Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, major cable news shakeup. Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News. Less than a week after the conservative news company agreed to pay the largest media defamation settlement ever. Here are tonight's headlines. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. The top-rated Fox News host signs off, reportedly pushed out by Rupert Murdoch. The stunning announcement. And on the same day, CNN drops longtime host Don Lemon. Thousands of Americans stuck in Sudan as we learn new details about how Navy SEALs brought government employees out of the war-torn country. It is not safe right now for another evacuation attempt. Mayday, mayday, mayday. We had a bird strike in an engine failure. Video shows fire coming from the engine of an American Airlines plane. Running for re-election as early as tomorrow, President Biden is expected to announce his 2024 bid. Bed, Bath & Beyond has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. If you have coupons, the company says they'll stop accepting them Wednesday. CBS News investigates the collapse of U.S. hospitals, leaving some of America's most vulnerable communities searching for care and investors with millions in their pockets. Where does this end up leaving the people of this community? It's going to cost some of them their lives. And recent California showers bring super bloom flowers. Seeing these flowers is something that makes me smile.
Good evening and thank you for joining us as we start a new week together. We want to begin tonight with a major shakeup in the media landscape as the most watched cable network, the conservative Fox News, has abruptly parted ways with its top rated anchor, Tucker Carlson. The stunning news could ripple through American politics as Tucker Carlson is considered one of the most influential voices in the Republican Party. And it comes just six days after Fox agreed to pay nearly $800 million for making false claims claims about Dominion voting systems. Carlson is at the center of the false vote rigging claims following the 2020 election, as well as a new discrimination lawsuit filed by a former producer alleging a hostile and discriminatory work environment. Shares of Fox Corporation dropped 3% on the news. And CNN has fired its longtime host, Don Lemon. After 17 years at the network, the embattled morning show co-host faced backlash after saying women in their 50s were past their prime. CBS's Jerika Duncan is going to start us off tonight from outside Fox News headquarters in New York. Good evening, Jerika. Good evening, Nora. You know, Carlson's controversial comments over the years led many advertisers to flee at times. Uh, but some of his rhetoric would have obviously gotten him fired at many media companies. But his rating soared, which brought Fox News a lot of money and brought him more airtime until now. And we'll be back on Monday in the meantime. That was Tucker Carlson signing off on Friday. This morning, the highest rated primetime anchor at Fox News was told he was leaving the network, according to The New York Times. Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have mutually agreed to part ways. Fox made the announcement on air and noted in a statement that his last show was Friday. There was no comment from Carlson. In case you haven't noticed, it's hard to trust anything you hear right now. The L.A. Times reported Fox Corporation CEO Rupert Murdoch personally made the call to oust Carlson. He is currently involved in a lawsuit filed by his former senior producer, Abby Grossberg. That he used incredibly vulgar language to talk about women at times uh, and that his peers were empowered to behave in a way that was deeply misogynistic and sexist. Carlson's departure comes less than a week after Fox agreed to settle a historic defamation lawsuit with Dominion Voting Systems for over $787 million. Text messages revealed in court documents show Carlson privately criticizing Fox's guests, former President Trump, and one directed at Fox management that said, those efforts are destroying our credibility. Murdoch was also reportedly upset with Carlson's coverage of the January 6th attack. He claimed it was provoked by government agents. The 53-year-old has gone relatively unchecked for years, making controversial comments about race and immigration. I'm a talk show host. It's like I can have any opinion I want. In another abrupt departure today, CNN anchor Don Lemon was let go just hours after finishing his show. Hi, everyone. Lemon began to lose support inside CNN in February after saying that Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley, at 51 years old, isn't in her prime. A woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. Lemon tweeted the news himself and said he was, quote, stunned. He also accused CNN of not directly telling him about the firing, but CNN refuted that and said that Lemon's version of events is, quote, inaccurate. Nora? Jerika Duncan, thank you. 
We want to turn overseas now to Sudan, where U.S. special forces over the weekend, including the Navy's SEAL Team 6, conducted a daring and successful airlift operation to rescue U.S. Embassy staff. It is part of a mass exodus of foreigners now underway from the war-torn country. CBS's Deborah Pata reports from West Africa that the warring factions have agreed to a 72-hour ceasefire. This is what Khartoum has looked like for over a week. Urban warfare right in the city centre, with gunshots ringing out and fighter jets thundering across apartment blocks. It was into this perilous conflict that U.S. Special Forces executed their dangerous operation, departing from here, Camp Lemonnier, America's military base in Djibouti. On Saturday, troops, including the Navy's SEAL Team 6, left for Khartoum, refueling in Ethiopia, landing late at night in the capital. It took less than an hour on the ground to airlift nearly 90 people from the U.S. compound before heading back to Djibouti at 115 miles an hour, protected overhead by attack aircraft. The United Nations has been evacuating aid workers together with other foreign nationals, including Americans over land, a journey of more than 500 miles to the port of Sudan. We have deployed U.S. intelligence, surveillance and reconnaissance assets to support land evacuation routes. But there are still thousands of U.S. citizens trapped in Sudan, like Mohammed Ahmed. His wife, J.C., says he was there for his father's funeral. You know, he, he doesn't show it if he's terrified. There are times where he's having to make me feel better than I feel bad, but uh, he's Sudan strong. For the people living in this country caught up in the violence, there is no option of a quick escape. But Nora, there are no plans to send U.S. peacekeeping troops to Sudan. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said at this point, they are not even contemplating putting American boots on the ground. Deborah Pata, thank you very much. Turning now to a scary incident in the sky, an American Airlines flight was forced to return to an Ohio airport after its engine caught fire following a bird strike on Sunday. CBS's Janet Shamlian spoke with one of the frightened passengers. On a plane, it doesn't get much more frightening than this. Flames shooting from the engine and an ominous warning. This was American 1958, from Columbus to Phoenix early Sunday, a bird strike shortly after takeoff sparking a fire, forcing pilots to make an emergency landing on one engine. Mayday, 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 American uh, 1958, we had a bird strike in an engine failure. When a bird strike impacts a plane and takes out an engine, how does it impact the flying? Well, the airplanes are designed to be flown on one engine, so that's the safety redundancy that's built in. Pilots reported more than 17,000 wildlife strikes in the U.S. last year, a fraction of the more than 36 million flights monitored by the FAA. Marnie Kalistat was on Sunday's flight. I was extremely concerned when I saw the flames. They were shooting out pretty large at a certain point. And I started to uh, think that we might not make this. More frightening moments aboard another American Airlines flight last Thursday in North Carolina. An engine fire shortly before takeoff from the Charlotte airport. The plane returned to the gate. For its part, American Airlines attributed that fire in North Carolina to a mechanical incident and says no one was hurt in either incident.
Nora, Janet Chamley, and thank you very much. Tonight, officials in Philadelphia are investigating the cause of a four-alarm fire at a warehouse. One person was injured. Witnesses say a series of explosions rocked the neighborhood. At least 140 firefighters raced to the scene as thick black smoke could be seen for miles. The company that owns the facility describes it as an appliance and scrap metal recycling center. Back here in Washington, CBS News is reporting that President Biden is expect to, expected to launch his re-election campaign as soon as tomorrow. CBS's Ed O'Keefe reports on Biden's historic pick to run his 2024 bid. With all signs pointing towards a Tuesday launch of his re-election, President Biden remained coy this afternoon when asked about it. Stay tuned. But he was acting like a contender, focusing on the issue of gun violence in a meeting with the Tennessee Democratic lawmakers recently ousted for protesting on the floor of their statehouse. And at an event honoring the National Teacher of the Year, Mr. Biden also blasted Republicans for meddling in schools, something potential Republican presidential candidate Ron DeSantis has been accused of. I never thought, as a student of history, I never thought I'd be a president who was fighting against elected officials trying to ban and banning books. Empty shelves don't help kids learn very much. Once his re-election is announced, with a brief video release expected, senior aide Julie Chavez Rodriguez will run the campaign. Her first challenge, getting Democrats on board. Polls show a majority of Americans believe Mr. Biden shouldn't run again, his age being a major factor. But the same polling shows 60 percent of Americans also don't want former President Donald Trump to run leading his top anticipated rival, Governor DeSantis, to say it's time for Republicans to move on. We reject the culture of losing that has infected the Republican Party in recent years. Now, after the president's campaign launch, sources tell CBS News the focus will be on raising as much money as possible early on. That's because some Democrats say they expect the Biden campaign and aligned super PACs will need to raise at least $2 billion to win in 2024. Nora. Ed O'Keefe, thank you very much. Struggling retailer Bed Bath & Beyond is going out of business, putting thousands of jobs in jeopardy, marking the end of an era for a store that became one-stop shopping for millions of loyal customers. CBS's Roxana Saberi reports the big box store is the latest casualty of the changing retail landscape. It's lights out at Bed Bath & Beyond. Filing for bankruptcy this weekend, the retail giant says it plans to close its 360 stores and 120 bye-bye baby locations, putting around 14,000 jobs at risk. I'm so sorry that they're going out of business. In its Chapter 11 filing, the company acknowledged it was slow to embrace and adopt the e-commerce boom, falling behind competitors like Target, Walmart and Amazon. They really failed to adapt to what the consumer wanted. Retail analyst Neil Saunders. What do you think consumers wanted? They wanted Bed Bath & Beyond to compete better on price. And they wanted a much more multi-channel experience where they could do things like buy online and pick up in store. Founded in 1971 to compete with the home goods sections of department stores, Bed Bath & Beyond became known for its rows upon rows of bed sheets, towels and kitchen gadgets and for its popular 20% off coupons. We're going to try to use every one of our coupons. Does Bed Bath & Beyond's demise signal something larger? Its bankruptcy does signify that the retail environment and the consumer economy are very challenging at the moment. 
gift cards are still good until May 8th, and you have until Wednesday to use those coupons. After that, all sales are final. The company says another provider will take over its bridal and baby registries. Nora? Roxana Saberi, thank you very much. We want to turn now to a CBS News investigation into the collapse of hospitals serving some of our nation's most vulnerable communities. CBS News chief medical correspondent Dr. John LaPook takes a look at how investors are making millions while patients are being stripped of their essential health care needs. Just an elderly person, trouble breathing is all I have so far. When Delaware County Memorial Hospital in suburban Philadelphia closed last November... Veteran paramedic Jim McCann says it was a blow to the community of 85,000 residents the hospital once served. It's put pressure on the entire health care system, the EMS system. Everybody's feeling this. This really hit hard. In 2016, Los Angeles-based Prospect Medical Holdings purchased Delaware County Memorial. By 2018, with the help of private equity investors, the company had acquired 20 hospitals in six states. In Pennsylvania, Prospect Medical promised to dramatically increase service to the community. But last November, the hospital shut down. 28-year-old Cecilia Vizuete was turned away from the ER. She was having trouble feeding her one-year-old daughter because of a breast infection. They said I should look on Google Maps for another hospital. Inside, the hospital was empty except for a few nurses charged with cleaning the place out. Angela Napolitano worked there for 41 years until the day it closed. It was a sad day. Sorry. It was a very sad day. The closure hasn't hurt everyone. A CBS News investigation has learned that in 2018, before the hospital closed, the company took out a $1.12 billion loan and then paid themselves a $457 million dividend. Sam Lee, the CEO of Prospect Medical, took home about $90 million. You found a way to navigate you making money and leaving those people in the lurch. That's what they did. In a statement, Prospect Medical said it hadn't been notified of a significant increase in EMS response times. But McCann's told us his team of 16 medics now spends more time taking patients to hospitals farther away. He said his call volume is up 25 percent because he's covering more territory. Where does this end up leaving the people of this community? They're stranded for health care. It did hurt them. It's going to continue to hurt them. It's going to cost some of them their lives. Sam Lee, the CEO of Prospect Medical, declined an interview and to provide detailed answers to our many questions. We found that of those 20 hospitals acquired by Prospect Medical with the help of private equity, five have since closed. Nora? Dr. LaPook with our investigation. Thank you. Two homes went off a cliff in Utah. Are more houses now in danger? That story's next. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? 
and the Coast Guard. We think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Tonight, two more families have been forced out of their homes in Draper City, Utah, after two neighbors' houses collapsed and slid off a cliff over the weekend. The destroyed properties had been evacuated, so no one was hurt. Officials say the melting snowpack and changes in soil condition have made this area unstable. Big news tonight in the NFL. CBS Sports reports the New York Jets agreed to trade with the Green Bay Packers today for four-time MVP quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, after 18 seasons in Green Bay, will turn 40 in December. The Jets are hoping he'll help to end their 12-year playoff drought. The Packers, in return, will get some upgraded draft picks. An unexpected fiery finale prompts changes at Disney's theme park shows. That's next. Tonight, Disney is temporarily taking fire effects out of some of its theme park shows. This comes after a fire-breathing animatronic dragon burst into flames at Disneyland Saturday night. The 40-foot-tall dragon ignited during the popular Fantasmic show. Fire effects are normal, but here you can see the dragon's entire head was fully engulfed. It was quickly put out and no one was hurt. The beauty of Mother Nature is on full display in California from the record storms to a super bloom of wildflowers. We've got the pictures next. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Finally tonight, California's record wet winter has led to a stunning spring and a sight to behold. CBS's Jamie Yukos took in the breathtaking views of a rare super bloom. The Golden State is a wash in color. Orange poppies, yellow and purple wildflowers. This is all out. I don't think it gets better than this. A spring so spectacular that these vibrant fields are visible, not just from the highway, but all the way up to space. As good as it looks far, far away, you can't beat the view up close. Sometimes too close. Tourists trampling the flowers they profess to love just for that perfect shot. Get your pictures, but don't step in the flowers. Um, leave the beauty for other people to, to see. One town has addressed this poppy apocalypse by banning hikers. But we found an eco-safe alternative. One of the most unique ways to see it is by zipline. Ah! Soaring 60 feet above the flowers. There's a deep appreciation of how this super bloom came about. Years of extreme drought and a miserable winter of record rain. Nature so devastating gave us nature so breathtaking. 
on the day-to-day -day basis, life can be stressful and tough, but seeing these flowers, it's something that makes me smile. Jamie Ucas, CBS News, Los Angeles. Flowers bring hope. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.